2: Hello, everybody. I'm John Parker. And this is BJ Thompson. And this is the Build a Better Us podcast. We've already given you free game, and we're going to continue to give you free game. And we are in our series titled Wellness, um, hmm. Relational Wellness, Friendship Wellness. Just, just, just. We just want to make sure, again, that people understand that we need to be whole. And hmm. there is a holistic approach we can have to being in relationships, to having friendships, Seeking jobs, you know, all these different things, bro. Like any thoughts before I go ahead and jump into these things? I get excited and I just want to give you an opportunity to to do you real quick. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Uh-huh. It's
3: an honor for me to we speak up. <laughs> um, Yeah. So, no, this series is, is extremely important because a lot of us have sickness. Right. We're talking about wellness. Wellness means you healthy, means that. You know where you're going Uh, means that you have a plan and a procedure and a process that's working for you. Yeah. yeah. And what we observe in a lot of ways is that, you know, we're winging it and not well in the areas of friendships. And so today uh, we want to discuss what does it mean to be uh, well from a friendship perspective, which again, you get a lot of traction on that and what that means. And that could mean a lot of different things. Uh, But I think this will be fun. It'll be fun to share with the people uh, some observations and some failures from our own lives. So, yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so, you know, chuckle. put your chuckle hat on if that's what you're going to do right now.
3: Well, always. It's (laughs) on. (laughs) Ready? Stay ready. Ready to go. Ready, Ready cadet. Ready, cadet. Cadet. Go go ahead. All right. I'm I'm buckling up. Popcorn ready.
2: All right. All right. So as we're thinking through... Friendship wellness, right? I, at a point in life, thought it was better to be right than to be happy when it came to hmm. friends, right? Um, I also thought that way in marriage too, but well, that's another story for another day. So um, I, I, ah, do I want to say, all right. <laughs> now as I'm speaking, I'm like, oh, there's another illustration I can use. I'll save that for later. Uh, yeah. But, you know, the code the cold is always there. You know what I'm saying? Always. Um, no hanging fruit. Right, low-hanging fruit, but, <laughs> but for for the opening purposes, I'll do something a little lighter yet serious, and then we'll jump into the code a little later on, so basically, there was a point in time where the value that I had for friendships was not necessarily what have you done for me lately, but more so like like if it comes to an argument let's 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 argue, and then whether we're friends or not after that, then it is what it is. So let me give you an idea of what I'm talking about. so there's a point in time where I had a good friend that I grew up with. We lost contact. We became friends again. It's like high school ages when we became friends again. Um, we were playing a video game. He spent the night. I, I don't. I ran into him at the mall or somewhere. I don't know, but got numbers. Blah blah blah. He decides to come spend the night. Um, we were playing a video game, and I was dragging him like it was. It was a baseball game, and I was. And funny part about it, he was a baseball player, and I was a hooper. But like on 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 the video game situation, I was getting the best of him, right? And so, like on
3: some Day Chappelle type stuff, like I was I'm dragging your time. Like, I, I listen, <laughs> blouses, game blouses. You That's like it,
2: bruh. Bruh, I was this. He he couldn't see me in this baseball game on on this computer. I mean, on this uh video game system, right? So, at some point in time, after taking so many losses, he was like, "All right, well, let's put some money on it." And I'm thinking, either this dude is trying to hustle me. Or he just don't know when to quit. Like he 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 don't need to gamble because if he's that type of gambler, boy, let's bet my right.
3: <laughs> Let's
1: bet my underwear. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. Are
3: you sure you've been losing all these
1: rounds?
3: Like yeah, I'm gonna break right. the draws. Yeah. <laughs> right. i right, I'm gonna walk out with draws. on. go ahead. Right. <laughs> Instead
2: of being a good friend and say, hey man, nah, we ain't got to do that, bro. Like it's cool. Or letting him win one, I could have let him win one. I decided that you know, rubbing it in his face and being that guy was the move to make. Um, and it didn't help that I think another friend had come by, so it's kind of like now I'm stunting on this dude in front of the, one of the, another friend. You know what I mean? Like it's just just, just young arrogance, right? So <laughs> here you go, <laughs> Dunk <it> on him. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> for no reason, just just because. <laughs> um, so then my homeboy leaves. So I, you know, so it's just me and my my, my old friend. So we decided to put money. put five dollars on it. All right, cool. So then I I drag him again, drubbing. He gets beat again. So I get on, and he's already he's probably furious and upset, trying to figure out where he went wrong. Um. So my mom calls. You know, it's summertime. She's like, "Yo, uh, if you want to get some lunch, whatever, I got a roll of quarters that's hidden, you know, somewhere in the house." I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's right." So then I run and get the money, and he's like, "Wait a minute, man! You was trying to bet me. You didn't have no money to bet." And I don't know how he got that from. Me talking to my mom, you know, so it's a one line thing. It's not before cell phone, So I'm talking on a phone. He can't hear what my mom is saying. But for some reason, when I came back with money that I didn't have before, he just assumed I didn't have money to gamble, which I didn't, but I knew I was going to win. So it wasn't Sheesh. a big deal. Right. That was, it was hands down going to be an L for him. So he gets upset. He's like, oh,
3: you got money. With- to right. Go, right,
2: go. right. <laughs> you did not have no money. You gambling <laughs> with me. You, you know what I'm saying? That ain't cool. That ain't fair. You should get my money back because you didn't even have money to gamble. And I was like, bruh. It didn't matter because you were going to lose. So it didn't matter whether I had money or not. This was a, you know, it was, it was, it was on, it was on you to win and you couldn't. So then we get into an argument, we start tussling, we, we fighting. Uh, he calls his mom. Like a actual fight? Like a physical fight? Yeah, like a physical fight. Like a physical fight. Sheesh. And it wasn't like-
3: oh, oh, a game? Was it like a Wayne Gretzky game? <laughs> what was your it was just number?
2: baseball. I don't remember which baseball it was. It was wow. a baseball game. And it wasn't like like we really like blowing, b- b- throwing blows, but it's like tussling and wrestling and angry and pillow fights and like, ang- you know what I'm saying? Like throwing stuff at each other, not pillow fights, like hee, 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 but like like throwing stuff at each other. You know what I'm saying? Uh, tearing up the house. So then he calls his mom. I don't want to go home. I don't want to spend the night anymore. Blah, 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 blah. So he goes home, and on the process of him leaving, instead of me saying, "Hey, bro, it ain't that serious. Like, man, get off the phone, bro. It's not that serious, man. I got you, bro. Like, let's we better than that. We friends. Like, whatever." I was like, "Yeah, you a sucker. You blah 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 Like, I'm talking all this trash, nice. um, and then
3: he's like, mom, "Your best friend." This is like was, your best friend. I mean, man. we was tight.
2: We was tight. We lost contact, and then we we was it was tight again. Like, yo, let's rekindle where we left off, or whatever, right? And so instead of like being mature enough to say, "Hey, man, like, no, 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 don't do that." I'm I'm tripping, bro. Our friendship is more important than this five dollars. I decided that, you know, I was gonna do go the Tupac route and and you know, and and instead of Theo Huxtable and, and, and wave a white flag, I decided to, you know, clown him more, make him feel bad while he's on the phone with his mama, embarrass a dude, embarrass him in front of the other you know what I mean? It was just bad. And so on that level, he left and he walked out of the, the door, got in the car. I ain't seen him since. And I feel like he could have been a real good friend. He could have been, you know what I'm saying, like somebody we could have been friends for a long time. I feel like we had common interests. Everything was going, but I let the hood in me and the hood influence dictate how I would treat him in a moment of vulnerability. Instead of being a good friend, instead of saying, hey, no, that's water under the bridge. You can have your money back. I'd rather, you know, rather us be friends than to let $5 split us up. I took the hood route and I just, you know, just just talk bad about the dude, drug the dude. And to this day, I I I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know where he is. I don't know what's up with his life. I, I don't know. And I feel like that's a loss. Like honestly, I feel like that was a loss on my end. And we could have been friends and things could have been straight, man.
3: Got it. Did you at least go buy a five for five, like uh Oh,
2: I went straight to you... Subway, bro. I went straight to Subway. Okay. Five okay. dollars foot long, okay. bro. You already hey, know. Hey,
3: listen, I'm just, I'm just making sure you got something. I mean, you lost a friend. Hey, at least get a good meal out of the hey. loss. Hey, I got the white, white
2: macadamia uh, cookies,
3: bro, and, and a five dollar foot long or whatever it was at Ooh. the time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was it's worth there. it. Yep. So it was worth it in, in the end. Um, yeah, now that's a great. That's a great segue to. My relationship losses. I don't know if my relationship loss. And you know, I know people listen to this all the time, so I'm always careful uh what, what I say. Um, I don't know if it came in losing a friendship. I think, you know, I have very candidly lost, uh, I have lost some friendships, but it was like I realized I just was a poor chooser of friends, right? Like mm-hmm. So I would say my relationship loss really revolve around not really having any standard for relationships. So
0: Mm, mm.
3: when I think about it, you know, my kids now, you know, know like, you know, this is the type of friendships you want and these are the type of healthy people you need to be around. And I think for me, a lot of my friendships were around at a certain point in time, was like who was cool, who was funny, and who was the least amount of maintenance, right? Mm-hmm. And I, and I, and I look back um, and during my teen years of just hanging out with folks and finding myself connected to people. But then when I reflect on it now, like I don't have anything to show for it. I don't know if I gained anything emotionally, spiritually, relationally, physically. Career, like I didn't gain anything. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, kind of kept some, uh, what are they? What do you call it? Uh, some non, uh, how do you say it? Uh, politely, some, <laughs> uh, uh,
2: non-essential. Uh, yeah,
3: friendships. I just yeah. kept them. Like yeah, I kept, yeah. I kept them. And so when I got to college, I kind of kept that mindset. I was like, "Yo, as long as you scratch my immediate need." then I'm just going to be in it. And if we know each other, then it's fine. And, bro, that caused me to almost funk out of college. Oof. Right? Like, the dudes I was hanging around were playing John Madden all day. (laughs) And so for me, you know, because I I didn't have any type of intentionality around my relationships, I was like, man, it's cool. Like, Listen, as long as you're funny, smart, witty, and you meet my immediate purpose— my immediate need, then it's not a big deal. And, I, right, and right. what I would say is I learned almost up until my 20s, 22, I learned to have relationships that were only in proxy and with no purpose. And I was in my relationship losses, it took the next 20 years, relearning what relationships were and unlearning what I thought they were um, to reconstruct something that would actually benefit me up to today. So, mm, mm, yeah. Mm. What's a relationship loss, man? You look and you go, man, that was a loss. Besides the video game, Wayne Gretzky, and you stunning. Ka-ka-ka-ka.
2: If I keep saying baseball, you keep saying hockey, bro. You keep trying me. Like, man, I didn't play. Oh, I did play hockey Okay, games, cool. You did. But, but this was baseball, all right? Don't, okay, you know cool. Me? Okay, okay, cool.
3: Got it. Cool. Right. Perfect. Go ahead.
2: Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> it's, it's, it's semantics, but it matters, all right? It wasn't bro, Wayne you Gretzky. you
3: I'm phased by it, though. Go ahead. <laughs> but, <laughs> I see you. are moving right
2: along. Okay. I'm <laughs> moving on. I'm <laughs> <And> moving on. <laughs> go
3: ahead.
2: So it's, it's, I'm in a phase. I'm in a place where... I have I'm in, anticipating some losses in the near future. Ooh. Um like and, right now? Oh yeah, like for real, for real. So uh, we've we've had conversations about cults. we've had conversations about
3: uh, ah, this is funny. This is a true story too. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> Go ahead. So you, you to
3: laugh? You get to laugh before I tell the story, now? <laughs> bro, listen, this is your story because this is true. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, bro. Go so, ahead. carry on.
2: Let me let me give you an example, then I'll give you uh, an example. So, an ex- a pre example. So, my where we are currently, what we're doing. I decided that I was no longer going to actively participate in this particular uh, group of people um, <laughs> that come together to meet on Sundays, right?
3: I told okay. my wife,
2: I said, I told my wife, I say, hey, listen, this is what's going to happen. You're going to stop getting invitations to things. People aren't going to call you anymore. They're not going to check up on you anymore. They're probably going to stop praying for you. And when you see them, it's going to be real awkward. Right? That's mm. what I'm telling them. Because when you're dealing with faith-based institutions, when you're, not, when you're not plugged in, when you're not sipping the Kool-Aid, when you're not a part of the cult, when you're not all in, people seem to think that you don't matter anymore. Right. Ooh, and so I was be
3: saying all of this. I never
2: said. Hey, right? I, I don't have a problem with it. So I, I was Go
3: ahead. <laughs> I was trying to Go tell ahead. her. I said,
2: Hey, don't be surprised. Don't be sad. Don't be frustrated when you don't. When these things start happening. So this is again. This is because I started withdrawing from this institution and these people and these things. Right. She was still all in. She's going. She supported. da 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 da. And lo and behold, that's what happened. Right. Phone calls stop coming, invitations stop happening. You're seeing on social media, all these people are having all this great time without you. FOMO's kicking in. And I'm like, bro, this is what happens when you're part of these institutions, when you're part of these cults, and you decide that, hey, oh, this may not be the thing for me, right? And so what what I'm saying is that I have been so starved for friendship. I have been so starved for wanting to belong. I have been a part of systems. I have been in cults. I have been in things that I had no business being in But I was trying to make myself fit in those spaces because I felt as if these are the people I need to be around. These people showed me some kind of love. They showed me some kind of respect. They showed me some kind of admiration because I was a part of what they were doing. Although I knew somewhere deep down inside, this is not it. Mm. This is not it. But because I wanted to be a part of, so I wanted to feel loved. I wanted to feel appreciated. I wanted to have friends. I was willing to, 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 to push past the intrinsic things that were going on inside of me saying man this ain't cool this ain't, this ain't it this ain't it this ain't it this ain't it and so i opened up the talking about my wife's situation and and preparing her for what was to come because i already knew once we i start pulling back from this from this institution and from these people you were going to start to feel that the effect of it. You know what I'm saying? You were going to get get lumped in that, in that place. And I'm like, man, let me prepare you now for that emptiness, for that sadness, for that sorrow that's going to happen when these people that were supposed to be your friend, that were supposed to be your family, that were supposed to care about you, stop caring about you because you don't want to be here every day, every Sunday, every Tuesday, every Friday, all in, all mm. doing this, all doing that, or whatever the case may be. Um, and so what I'm saying with this fr- friendship loss and this friendship wellness is uh, really understanding that, man, I had to stop putting myself in environments and being around people that weren't good and healthy for me for the sake of wanting to be liked, for the sake of of wanting to be loved, for the sake of wanting to fit in because it was, it was costing me. I was emotionally drug. I was emotionally uh, destitute. I was, I was, I was psychologically damaged um, because I'm always hearing these things of why can't you just do this? Why can't you just do that? Why can't you just do this? And I'm like, bro, because something intrinsically is not right then I started reading books and I started you know one of the biggest books that helped me in my in, in where I am in life is uh pagan Christianity I've talked to you about it offline and I'm like really understanding like yo these things that I felt were crazy are indeed crazy and and I, I I'm not crazy for feeling the way I feel and 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 the spirit speaking to me in the way it does and letting me know that hey this ain't cool this ain't cool that ain't cool and so long story short, without this being my soapbox and a free therapy session, is Thank that... For no, the- I'm charging you about the hour. Go <laughs> ahead. Right. Carry on. Uh, Go ahead. Right. Uh, good luck getting Go that ahead. paycheck. Um, so right. re- realizing <laughs> that, hey, man, like I have been so vulnerable and so psychologically damaged and so emotionally uh, empty that I was willing to be around people and be in, cer- and be in circles and to put myself in situations that caused me more harm than good because I was trying to make myself be a part of something because someone led me to believe that I needed to be in that, that I need to be in that circle, that I need to be a part of that institution, that I need to be a part of that, 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 that sect, that cult, um, those groups of people. And I got to have hard conversations, man. When I get back to the States, it's like the reality is like, man, this ain't me. And I don't... You know what I'm saying, and I'm okay with it. But it's really it's sad because what's going to happen is I'm not going to get the invitations. I'm not going to be Uncle JP. I'm not going to be this. People aren't going to stop praying for me and my family. I, you know, I'm, I'm gonna stop being invited to events, and it's just like bro, like that's weak. So that shows me we never were friends. We never were this. We never were that because of the fact that I don't want to be a part of your institution anymore. Um, yeah, and that's tough, bro. It's tough.
3: Ooh, this is something else. Um, friendships. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'll just tell you what I'm hearing. And man, I appreciate your vulnerability. I think that there's a there's a need for people to have spaces where they're honest and they're vulnerable. And what I would say about what what you're communicating is, man, we have unmet expectations. Um, sometimes they're unspoken. And sometimes you kind of go and linger through the moment with relationships and you realize like, something about this is not right. And whether that's a fake institution, right? Whether that's just you saying like this season isn't good, that where we are and what this is, is not consistent with what it should be and what I need. And that's more so what I hear you saying from your end is like, man, it's not what I need. And I think that what I see in a lot of ways, culture-wise, right? Just to make a little bit of a turn is we envy um friendship goals. We envy yeah. 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 you know the relationship, you know, of DJ Khaled and whoever his friends are. We envy the fact that Diddy and Puff Daddy have friendship. And we we want to be invited to that party.
2: Yeah. I right? want to be on that boat. I gotta be on that yacht.
3: Bro, like we want to be a part of that party. And we don't realize That's just social media. That's what... Bro, listen. Those people have to live very, very public and private lives because we are super curious about what they do in their private time. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, of course they have private parties because the public ruins the intimacy of a situation because it becomes fanfare, right? And so Mm -hmm. I think in some ways... What's unfair to, to people now is, man, we don't know. It's not being, the food ain't being put on a plate for us, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you don't know how it's going to happen. You're an adult. You're not in, you know, this immediate situation with school or with a faith institution, which what you're alluding to, and you got to go eat for yourself. And now relationships are something that you want. But they're not something that you can just readily gain. And so what I would say is I think one of the challenges is as we grow in a more public, more social um, kind of society, I think the challenge is what do you actually need and what is something that you just want, right? Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if we know which one, right? Like, we want all of these goals. We want friendship goals. We want relationship goals. Like, we want all these goals, but are you actually ready for? And so one of the challenges that I see is that people want to uh, bite out more than they can chew, right? I'll give you an example. So, you know, uh, my close friends and I last year uh, shut down IG. Okay, Uh, we went on a a trip to overseas and we kind of sent out pictures and people was like, ha ha, making fun, blah, blah. Well, we're in Belize (laughs) with our closest friends hanging out. So we have friendship goals, right? Right, right. That's what you see. All you see is the friendship goals. Oh, you're with these people and you guys are friendship goals. Here's what you don't see, though. You don't see all of the very hard conversations. You don't see the need to get clarity on what somebody said because it was offensive. You don't see have to wrestle through nuances of different relationships and circumstances because somebody has done something or something has occurred. That now impacts your life. You don't see the need to be intentional with someone over time, even when you don't have time. You don't see the need to have to check in on their spouse to see what. Like you don't see those needs, and what I'm, I'm like y'all. Do you know what this cost?
0: Mm-hmm. You're you're
3: watching the highlight reel. Listen, y'all in La La Land about this. My circle. My circle, my friends, all force me to be on my toes at all times. And not on my toes in the sense where I'm working for some type of acceptance. JP, it is a legitimate task of growth every time we're connecting because they're not impressed And the things that other people are impressed with, and then vice versa. And so, (laughs) one thing that I think that we get confused with friendships is once we hit the phase where we finally realize, you know, I need no no more toxic people in my life, or what you know, whatever. Okay, bro, you get it. Are you ready to really have emotionally healthy people in your life
0: Mm, mm -hmm.
3: who really call you to an account? And force you to have to measure your words and a thought. Again, not that puts you on the chopping block as if you're some type of child, but in a way that makes you accountable for the things that's happening. And I'm saying that takes way more work than saying I'm friendship goals, right? And so what I observe is we'll talk that talk, but we're not about that life when it Mm. comes to the work that it takes to create the type of friend goals that will make us healthy.
0: Yeah. This episode is brought to you in part by Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries, which prepares Christian women for leadership. At BOW, we believe that every woman is a leader because she influences someone. So whom do you influence? Do you mentor a woman, serve in the workplace, or do you lead a small group, teach the Bible, or even lead an entire ministry? They provide a challenge to both women new to the Bible and those wanting to dig deeper. Be our guest and browse all of our free resources and low-cost Bible studies at BeyondOrdinaryWomen.org.
3: JP, what do you see in our culture where you go, man, this is keeping us from a friendship perspective sick? What do you see?
2: Not being able to be authentically who you are in a friendship relationship. What you mean? I have been in too many relationships where my standing with that person was based on a perceived notion or idea of who I was. So I, I think I gave two vague statements. So specifically, we have mutual friends that are, you know, that live lives, right? That they, yeah, they do yeah, well they for life. themselves, right? They do well for themselves, right? I have been friended by people who wanted to be in association with friends that I have, right? So they weren't really... Friends sure. with me. Right?
3: They, <laughs> they weren't right? were trying to be close to the other person. Right, but they became right? friends with you. Gotcha. Right? I know this happens to me all the time. Go ahead.
2: All the time, right? <laughs> that happens to me because of you. Oh, you know BJ Thompson? Oh, oh uh, thank you. So I just wrote <laughs> it. Here. I,
3: Send it right. money at buildabedars.com.
2: All <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so what happens is I have found myself kind of not being who I am. For the sake of maintaining relations with people who just want to be friends with the people that I know, right? Because of there's probably perks involved sometimes. Oh, I can get you free this. I can get you free that. I can get you night here. I can get you night there. But deep down inside, I'm like, man, I know this relationship literally means nothing. I literally had a guy say, hey, man, whenever you and your wife are in town or whatever, hey, you come stay with us. It's not a big deal. When I try to cash in on that. And I didn't have anything to reciprocate for them.
3: And <laughs> deny. Right? Right. Right. Decline. right, right. Not accept it. Go ahead. Right. <laughs> or when
2: I felt like, or when they felt like I couldn't actually connect them to the person they were trying to get connected to, I couldn't, I couldn't cash in on those things, right? So on another level, on another note, it's like, man, I have allowed myself to be used by people or to be treated a certain way by people. Um, because I felt like, hey there is some, some value that they can bring to me. Right. And so I wasn't able to be me. I wasn't me. I wasn't myself. I wasn't authentically who I am because I was like, all right, well, let me not ruin this relationship. Right. Let me not, let me not ruin this friendship because there's perks that come with this friendship. Um, and again, it was to my emotional detriment. It was to my psychological detriment. Um, but because I felt like, man, I got to hold on to this thing. Um, I've let people talk to me crazy. I've let them do things to me that were shady. I've let them cost me money. All because of this the fact that I didn't want to lose what potentially could come from this friendship. Does that make sense? No, it does. It right. Does. And and I've also been in situations where I had to pretend to be something that I'm not or to minimize who I really am for the sake of being in, in relationship with this person, with this institution, with these people, um, because I wanted to be friends with them. It's a it's a weird thing because it's like man like oh yeah that's not what friendship is about. If I can't really be myself, if I can't let my hair down, if I can't talk to you in a real manner and have real conversation and really share my highs and my lows and my frustrations and and maybe drop a curse word every now and again because I I just need to vent. Like then we're not really friends. I'm not. It's not a real thing. You know what I mean? And I have been in situations where, a uh, thirdly another thing I'm mentioning where I I've had to kind of like. I've given out this friend idea too too freely. I think I mentioned it in another podcast, but like I put something on Twitter a while ago. I said, "Hey, if we haven't been, if I know you for two years plus, and if we ain't been in the trenches together, we not friends, <laughs> right?" Right, for real, right? Go ahead, for real. Go ahead. If I if I only see you on a Sunday morning and we shake hands at that, you have a minute to mingle. You know what I'm saying? And and that's the only time that I ask you, "Now how you doing? How you being?" We not friends, right? If I don't kick it with you during the week, if we don't break bread together, if we ain't done some stuff, if we ain't had to, you know what I'm saying? Like like go to war. We not friends. But I was too ready to give out this friend thing because of how I grew up, because of my, my own emotional baggage, because of my own being an only child and not growing up around family and all these, like, you my friend, you my friend, you my friend. Like, man, they don't mean you no kind of good. Hmm. And they're not friends. But because you want to be friends so bad and hold on to a relationship you don't hold on to, I've belittled myself. I've not been myself. I've lowered my standards. I've allowed people to treat me a certain way that I shouldn't allow them to treat me off for the sake of holding on to relationships that I shouldn't hold on to. And I'm not doing it no more. I'm not. I'm not. But, uh, yes. but, I'm, but I've been that guy, bro. I've, I've been that guy.
3: No, that's a great point. So let's segue a little bit into this. JP, I find that people linger in relationships much longer than what they should. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you ever heard the phrase, get that old thing back? I want that get old that thing old back. Get that old thing back. Yeah. Yeah. I want mm-hmm. that old thing back. And I think that we, get into situations of new feelings and new experiences. and we want that old thing back, bro. like it's weird. it's like we want to go back to high school. we want to go back to college. we want to go back to that small group. We want to go back to the thing that we thought was like, oh, that was a peak. And what I would say is sometimes a lot of many times, you're prolonging your growth and maturity. Because you will not grieve or celebrate what happened so that you can move forward, right? And so when I see people who are just like, they, they want that old thing back. I'm like, but look, that relationship ain't growing you anymore. Mm. You're not even moving forward. Listen, y'all spend every day together. Relation. Relate means together. Ship means direction. Here's the question for you. The way you relate together, is it taking you in a forward direction? Are y'all going in the same direction?
0: Mm, mm.
3: Are y'all moving? Are you staying still? Are you going in some way that you're not even sure of, right? And, you know, I I have this this thing that I say. People think it's like, oh, BJ's just saying this. I I say this because I'm very clear about this. Everyone who started with you won't, Finish with you. And then I say this, JP, and that's okay. It is okay. Listen, bro, just because you knew me doesn't mean that you know me. Yeah. Right? And I have to tell people this all the time because I have people who knew me as a teenager and we've shared moments together and I value those moments. But listen, bro, we ain't talked in years. I've grown since then. And listen, and I'm assuming you have too. Just yeah. because you knew me doesn't mean you know me. And as a matter of fact, I'm growing as we speak. And I hadn't even communicated that to you. So for you to assert that I am doing this for this particular reason, you don't know. Mm. And how about you have the humility to say you don't know? How about you have the humility to say you listen to this podcast to catch up because you haven't spoken to me? Right? Because mm-hmm. you don't know, and I think for us, because we think we're at a deficit, right? This is the and, and I, I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the old man today, because we live with such a scarcity mindset, JP. Mm-hmm. Bro, we think, oh man, this don't get no better than this, and I say, man, that's not true.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Listen, bro, it's seven billion people on the planet, man. Yeah. Listen, things are not over because a certain person is not in my life. Yeah. You need people. Not a certain person, right? And so what I would say is we don't know when to to like say, man, this has been good. This isn't moving forward anymore. And some of the toughest conversations that I've had have been where I had to admit, hey, this is no longer a mentor. Listen, at a certain point, they were a great mentor, right? Now, today, they can't bring me into where I need to go. And that relationship has ended. At a certain point, this friendship worked, right? We were just, I was taking you to McDonald's and we would hang out at the mall. And JP, it worked. But listen, but now, and I don't even like McDonald's. As a matter (laughs) of fact, I only go to the mall when I absolutely need something that revolves around my business. And so I think that one of the, the aha moments for us is, Do you know when to close a chapter? Do you know when to say, without bitterness, "Hey, we're relating, but this ship is not going in the right in the same direction, and that's okay."
0: Yeah, and that's okay. Yeah,
3: take us into the goat moments, JP. What What do we need to know to be the goat in relationships?
2: Know your worth. Um, What do you mean?
3: What do you mean by that?
2: With friendships, it's very easy to want to have someone to support you based on them seeing you a certain way. What do you mean? When you're, when you are, when you're the GOAT, when you're greatest of all times, your friendship with people isn't based on what you could do for them and how you make them feel, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily on how they make you feel and what they can do for you. It's about being authentic it's about being in a relationship where people are committed to you.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's about being in a situation where people know your mama's name, where they know your kid's name, where they know your birthday,
0: Good. where they
2: know where you live, where they know you outside of your DMs and social media, right? And so what I mean about knowing your worth and and, 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 and having authentic relationships, it's the idea that it's just be, like, if I see you in public and you're like, see John Roar. We're not friends.
3: Like, yeah, you stupid. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if
2: you yelling out
3: my, you my, are
2: my, dumb,
3: my man, I'm saying if, so if you are dumb. yelling out my social media tag. Listen, if, hey, listen. If you say at BJ116, I will respond and I, I will show you some love. So don't listen to so <laughs> so you you do. say the whole thing at BJ116. Hey, listen. I will respond and I will nah, show you some bro, love. Go ahead. I, <laughs> Go ahead. I can't
2: do it, man. I'm just saying that if if that's all you know of me. We're not friends, right? And so people have to really vet people. They have to really be in relationship with people. They have to really know them. They have to really know their family. People really have to get to know you. And we can't be so quick to hand out this friendship thing, man, for the sake of us so wanting to be in relationship with That's good. people. That's good. Right? We really have to understand that everybody that you meet doesn't have your best interest at heart. Hmm. and everybody you meet although as good as they seem and they may be moving in direction that you that you want to go in you don't need to befriend them right we we have to resist the temptation to jump on every bandwagon to jump into every situation to 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 want to ride people's coattails um and i'm not saying we have to like reject people when they want to be friends with us. It's not the whole Drake, no new friend situation.
3: No new friend, no right. new friend, no new, right? no new, no, no. go ahead.
2: <laughs> it, but it's the idea that, man, we really have to evaluate who has your back and who cares for you and who cares about you and who, who wants to see you do good and who wants to see you progress. We can't be so ready to jump in and be a part of institutions, to be a part of cliques, to be a part of clubs, to be a part of organizations for the sake of what status it can bring us or for the sake of what what, what, uh, female or male that can come in and, and pay us some attention because we're part of this social network or this group or this institution. Uh, we really have to spend time and understand that, hey, you have value, you bring something to the table, and if you're in a friendship or relationship to where your value is based on what you do for the group or what you do for people, then that's not really a group you wanna be a part of. Does mm. that make sense? Like, like it's- No, it it's, does right you can bring value you can bring something to the table but your friendship shouldn't be based on how cool you make other people seem right or how you legitimize their blue check or their their verification on social media it's like oh shoot like i'm going to post a picture with bj 116 because that'll get me more likes like right. that that that's not a friendship you know what i'm saying like like that that's not how you determine and establish whether or not you are friends with somebody or whether you want to be friends with somebody so i guess the 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 moral of the story is like man Friendship is not about how many likes you can get when you post a picture with a person. Um, Friendship is not how um, you will gain more recognition by being in association with this person. Mm
3: -hmm. Friendship
2: is about, man, if I die and I have children, can you be the father or the mother of my children now? Let's go. Right? Right. Can I trust you to look after my family if something happens to me or if I'm locked up or if I'm whatever? You know what I'm saying? God forbid, a lockup situation. But you know what I'm saying? If something happens to me.
3: this dude go all the way to the lockup. And God just, forbid I, I'm locked up. That's i Why where we I'm gotta from. be locked up? I'm, I'm, just locked saying that's I'm from. up. They won't let you out. Bro, I to work saying. at a, a prison. I used to sing that song, Picking Up People. That's I'm what I'm locked saying. <laughs> you <laughs> a, <Let jerk>. <laughs> a jerk <laughs> for that, bro. That ain't cool. I, bro, listen, I, listen, I was like, <laughs> look, we already locked up. We might as well do it. Look, This is a what you're saying is good. Let me just add just a little nuance to it. You need to know the different categories of relationships, right? Everyone isn't your ride or die. Everyone isn't your best friend, but there are different degrees of relationships. I'll give you the four relationships. You have a mentor. You have a mentee. You have peers. You have colleagues. And then you have associates. I'll go back through them again. You have mentors, those who share with you, who don't need much from you, but benefit okay, by giving to you. You have mentees, those who you don't need much from, and yet you give a lot to and you benefit from sharing with them. You have peers, those who are in the day-to-day with you, and they are wrestling through and figuring it out as they go along with you. They are up close and they carry your burdens. Then you have colleagues, those who are in your similar work field, and you share information critical to your growth as a professional. And then lastly, you have associates. Your associates are individuals who you know, but you're not relationship, you're not connecting and going anywhere with. Ask yourself, if someone's your peer, do you believe that you can trust them to help grow you in the direction you want to go? If you don't believe that, JP, you know what they're not? They're not your peer. Mm -hmm. They're not Mm -hmm. your peer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? So we start getting real serious now, right? Like, oh, that's not my peer. They could be a mentee. Or they could actually be an associate. And so as we wrap up, what I would say is know the categories. What are those people? And everybody doesn't have a lifetime pass into these segments. Um, it, it, It takes work to have a healthy relational circle going on. And so until you can define and specify who's in those categories, guess what? Guess where your ship is going? It's just floating. Just floating. That's it. Listen, there's nothing more scary than to be a boat in the ocean with no direction. Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: JP, if someone is listening and they don't have direction and they're saying, ouch, this episode is for me, what What can they do to get some help?
2: Man, uh, head over to buildthebetterus.com. Hit that tab that says- uh, uh, Get involved. Get involved. Sorry. Um, and once you hit get involved, drop that menu, will pop up. And it'll give you a list of qualified life coaches, people that can say, hey, friendship, goals, wellness, wholeness, let me help you move in that direction. Let me help you with some guidance. Let me help you with some vision on how you can make sure that the people that you have in your life are actually people that care about you, that want to see you grow and have your best interests at heart
3: good good yeah if you're listening and this is helpful you say man i won't i don't really think this is great make sure you share this podcast with at least one other person um spread the word um you can reach me at bj116 on social media and see john roar at C john roar
2: <laughs> if you see me in the streets don't say see john roar because i'm gonna ignore you i'm gonna run away
3: That's right. That's right. Yeah. Again, make sure you subscribe to this podcast because our job is to
1: help you become a better you
2: so that we can become a better us.
1: Thank you for tuning in to the Build a Better Us podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever podcasts are played. You too can become a part of the BBU Nation today by continuing these discussions on social media. Be sure to go like our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter at Build A Better Us, and on Instagram at BBU Social. To keep up with other exciting events and resources, visit our website at buildabetterus.com. On behalf of the entire BBU team, we'll see you next time on the Build A Better Us podcast.